Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show comes into you live from sunny Southern California. Same state that produced Aaron Rodgers, but he's from Northern California. This is Southern California. So here's basically the way it works with Aaron Rodgers as I see it, right? You go out, you play on Sunday, on, you know, and everybody talks about it. In this case, it was played on Monday, right? Everybody talks about it. Then he does Pat McAfee the day after he's done playing, probably two, all, all Tuesdays, right? 
because that's that's their media day. Then on Wednesday, he clarified what he said with with Pat McAfee. Don't believe me? Here's Aaron Rodgers yesterday clarifying what he said on McAfee's podcast about the media. I strongly believe in everybody's ability to have an opinion, and I respect the fact that they have an opinion and should have an opinion. My issue is a platform given to individuals who only desire to say inflammatory things that are not based in fact. Now, whether or not you understand my attitude or you know, my off the field interest in meditation or a more focused or centered lifestyle, that's fine. Not everybody's going to understand or relate to that or get that. But to use statements like that or things I did in the off season or, or my own mental status uh, as the basis for statements around me not caring or not being invested with my team is not rooted in fact. It's not correct. And I do enjoy the opportunity to correct uh, misinformation like that. Yeah. Like, listen, you're, you're allowed to correct misinformation and you're not, he's not wrong, right? Some people do say things just for effect, but I think lumping that in with the idea that anybody in their right mind, hears what he says, feels how he was his presence and understands that it had, it, it had some form of effect on week one. Like you're like, you're kidding yourself. Right? Like, aren't you kidding yourself? If, if Aaron really thinks that all of his stuff in the offseason had nothing to do with week one, zero, it doesn't mean that's the reason, but it's reasonable to say it's one of the things. But now that's where we are, right? Um, he goes out, he plays, everybody talks about it. He talks about it with McAfee. He says some things maybe he shouldn't. Then Wednesday is clarification day. Thursday, nobody bugs him. Friday, we're getting ready for the game. Saturday, we pay attention to college football. Sunday, he plays. Rinse, repeat, we do it all over again. This Sunday, it's this Sunday, it's Sunday night football against the uh, San Francisco 49ers, a team that recently has owned them. That, that's how I look at it. Is he wrong that people shouldn't? It's really hard to judge intent. Yes. Is he right that it's really hard to judge intent? Absolutely. But is he wrong to say we're allowed to, not only are we allowed to have opinions, he's, he's kind of contradicting himself. I respect everybody's right to have an opinion, just not the opinion that says what I did and trying to live a centered life affects, my, affects me as a football player. Like, well, that's not fair. He was a vegan for a while. People thought that sapped his strength. Then he went away from it and built up a bunch of muscle last year before he played. And people would talk about it. And it's reasonable to talk about. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers does a great job of not acting defensive, even what he's saying is defensive. The problem is that the, the thing he does poorly is he does let bad body language seep into pretty much everything he says and everything he does. And we judge that more than the words actually out of his mouth. So... He's not wrong, but he's also not completely right. That, that's where he stands. Jay Stu, where are you, where are you on this? You were fascinated by Aaron Rodgers and calling out the media and putting a mirror to us, per se. Now where are you on Aaron Rodgers? I think it gets interesting um, every day. So I'm looking forward to the n- next week of the exact same thing that you had uh, entailed. But the the thing that strikes me about this particular one is that he's saying – don't come after me about stuff that there's no way you can know about. In other words, you have no idea what's in my heart and my mind about preparing and my attitude towards each game. 
don't have opinions about that. You can you, you can criticize my play. You can criticize the wacky things I've said or, or the timing of when I said it. But those things that you can't possibly know, don't go on your platform and talk about them. And and I kind of understand that, right? Those are those are things that that he should take personal, and he does. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think he's taking it. I don't know. I kind of think he's, I feel like he's taking it too personal. That would be my my assessment. Where are you, buyer, when you hear Aaron Rodgers say, I, I respect everybody's uh, ability to have an opinion, just not the hot take guys? Um, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I get what he's saying. I, I understand it. Um, I just, I, I don't think that, because I feel sometimes that the comments that he makes group everybody in, and it's not. I, as a broadcaster, I'll just put it this way: I have different goals as maybe you do, or as someone else who is a you know a hot take artist. So I don't like it when when you know we are grouped in all all of the same bunch, or just grouped in as media. So I appreciate him understanding that there are different uh, groups of what we are trying to do, and sometimes I w- wish the the listener would would understand that as well. But I even agree with what what Jason said about the you know about the meditating and stuff like that i think that's i think that's fair if he's trying to understand what what we do or where we're coming from then i should do the same with him should should see where he's coming from well i mean just saying like if he's if he's smart enough to realize that there are just hot take artists out there uh, then then maybe you know i need to then understand all right there's different ways of playing quarterback or different ways of preparing quarterback and so maybe i if if i were to be critical of of what he does in those personal situations then you know it's kind of a two-way street yeah i mean look i this attention he has brought into himself right it's not like we went out searching for aaron rodgers stuff like it was a bigger story than the draft. It's been the biggest story of the offseason. And he's done nothing except try and explain his side of the story. He didn't tell us it didn't exist, you know, whatever. He tells us he loves the guys. He loves the coaching staff. But he's done nothing to not make this a gigantic story. And we are fair about that, right? Yeah. I mean, the offseason, yes. I mean. Yeah. And it's, it's, still, it's still a story, you know. And... He still did an interview. I don't know when he did the interview with Aaron Andrews, but it did air right before the first weekend of games. Like, he did do these things. He could have done the interview a month ago, and then it just aired before the first game. But you know when it, it, it airs. Yeah, it's not that it came. Oh, I thought this was for week six. Yeah. 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 I, so, I, I, I get what he's saying. I think there's a, a good amount of truth to it. I, I also think that some of it he has brought on himself. Um, through his own actions and through his own body language. Like, no one thought his body language was good week one. No one. No one. Ram is redefining what a truck can be, leading in interior design, technology, and overall quality. If you're buying a truck in the past, good luck. If you're buying a truck today, buy a Ram. Learn more about what Ram has to offer at RamTrucks.com. It's fascinating, too, because even now we look at the Lions game and say how great they were when they were down at half and there was some really disjointed play. But you win. Now you get to stick out your chest and call out the trolls. Let's see what happens against San Francisco. People, um, Cam Newton is the is the new Colin Kaepernick. I'll, I'll prove to, prove it to you. I'm coming next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So, um, 
<laughs> I said this before, and a buyer almost spit out his Mountain Dew when I said it. I said, Davis Mills, I, I can't think of is a, a black man in America with the name Davis. And I've yet to been told otherwise. And so what our crack producing team has done is trying to find the whitest names possible. And here's what they came up with. Simpson, Connor, Wyatt, Cody, Hunter, Brody, Peyton, Colton, Tanner. All in the I, I take Davis offense sort of, to yeah, that. Too. I take offense to that. So I didn't. I didn't realize that my son's name was. You know, so was, white. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not offensive in any way. I mean, it's just, it's just not a. I I was told Brad, and I was like, no, 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 hold on, Brad Beal, Brad Smith, who was the quarterback. He was a little bit in the NFL, but also with Missouri, right? Like I can I can think of some Brads. What about I can't Aiden? think of a like Aiden. Aiden. Oh yeah, but now Aiden Colton. is a name that I. Uh, we Colton. Colton's was on it, here. Was it okay? Colton. Connor. I blacked out when you said my son's ah. name, so that's why ah. that was a bit of rage. <laughs> check out, check out the latest lines, including stupid idiots, no. including who's got the whitest name in the world. Now they don't have that line. Uh, check out the latest lines on World of Sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be twenty-one. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. We're, we're going to do this thing here this year and probably next year where Cam Newton's going to become the new Colin Kaepernick. By Colin Kaepernick, I don't mean as a player. I just mean a guy who is the league has told you he's they're over him because of his play. And we are going to try and dictate, hey, that's the guy you should reach out to because five, six years ago, he was the MVP of the league. I saw it today. Hey, Pittsburgh struggling. Why haven't they called Cam Newton? Like, do you think Ben Roethlisberger in his last season with the Steelers is going to say okay to calling in Cam Newton? And by the way, they're trying to figure out what they got as far as a backup to Ben Roethlisberger. But Ben Roethlisberger is healthy. He's not, they're not sitting him down now. Like, that's what we're going to do. Anytime there's anything with a quarterback, we're gonna go, the people are going to go like, Cam Newton. Cam Newton be good there. No. Listen, Carolina cut him. Washington passed. New England signed him. Okay. Then his deal expired. New England re-signed him to $3.2, $3.5 million contract. If he would have been offered more, he would have taken it. Then he got cut. Now he's on the market. And Washington has passed on him several times over, and they're coached by Ron Rivera, his former head coach. So if Carolina and Washington and New England, teams that really knew him, don't want him, why would anybody else? Because he doesn't have it anymore. Stop bringing up his name every time in a conversation. Boston guy is this way with, with Boston sports. doesn't matter what the conversation is. They somehow bring it back to Boston. We've gotten that way with Cam Newton. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's, uh, let's bring in Andrew Brandt, of course, uh, famously was in that room when Aaron Rodgers signed the contract to officially become a Green Bay Packer. Uh, he took his time on Tuesday to go after, you know, Monday after the game, it was trolls. Tuesday, it was people who are talking about him. They don't know what they're talking about. Yesterday, or was that today? Today, no, yesterday, yesterday was Wednesday. He wanted to clarify those things and kind of expound upon this. What, what do you think of how Aaron Rodgers, how he's handling success now after a bad first week, a better second week? 
Yeah, good to be with you as always, Doug. You know, and I'm admit to bias here. I'm a fan of Aaron, as you mentioned. Was there when we drafted him? Was there when we signed him? Was there four years with him? But here's the thing: I, where I agree with him was like this this harebrained idea that somehow, and at least in my opinion, again, I'm sounding like Aaron, that playing against the Saints the way they played was somehow related to him causing some drama in the off season. You know, to me, that's just not the way it works. You know, a third and ten against the Saints, no one's going to be thinking about, hey, Aaron Rodgers caused some drama on ESPN. I mean, it's just in May and April. I mean, no one's thinking about that. Uh, and if you're going to ascribe that to Aaron Rodgers, hey, well, we had, you know, Dwayne Brown and Jamal Adams not practicing with the Seahawks and T.J. Watt not practicing with the Steelers. Are you going to blame losses on them? I mean, these are the kind of things that I just think are creations. So on that, I agree with Aaron, this idea that somehow losing the first game is related to him having some issues in the offseason. Uh, you know, I do, I do understand his apology, though, because it's an opinion business. I mean, that's what people do, especially with social media, and he's never going to get away from that. No, um, and I just, I, I think, why does it matter to him? That is the question. Why does, it, why does it matter? Why does he care? Well, it's a good question. I mean, be, before I answer about him, you know this as well as I do. Every athlete that says, I don't pay attention to it, translation, they pay a lot of attention to it, right? So there are very few athletes that don't pay attention to it. Now, does he take it another level with calling people out? Yeah, but that's Aaron. I mean, Aaron's thoughtful. Aaron's expressive. Most quarterbacks are cliches. So I just think that's all part of the package. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so uh, what do you think of how they actually played? Well, they didn't play well the first game, and, you know, there are all the questions. I think they answered a lot of them on Monday night. They've got to, they've got to, you know, we're going to find out, Doug. We've got the Niners and they got the Steelers. They got some tough teams ahead. Uh, listen, I think he's a top three quarterback with Brady and Mahomes. I don't think there should be much dispute about that. And those teams are going to do very well. And I think the Packers are going to do very well. Andrew Brantz, our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, somehow Cam Newton's become this Colin Kaepernick character where we have to, anytime there's a quarterback issue, like why don't you just sign Cam Newton when the Panthers released him, the no one signed him except for the Patriots to a minimum deal two years in a row, two separate one-year deals, and now he's out on the street. I, I, don't, I don't really understand. This is a, Again, this kind of agrees with Aaron. People that don't know or are unwilling to say, why do we keep bringing him up as if he's a viable asset to start a quarterback, especially for some of these teams that already have quarterbacks? I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with you. I just don't understand. That's not a name you go to. And it was really clear for two, two years ago, as you mentioned, where he sat there four months after release from the Panthers, four months, and then signed a minimum with the Patriots. And God, I remember even he had a couple good games with the Patriots and there was a lot of talk. Hey, you better sign him to a 20 million a year extension. And, of course, it didn't last, and he didn't last, and he didn't last this year. 
I do think there's a there's a little bit Kaepernick comparison, though, Doug, without talking about politics or anything else, the kind of attention issue, right? Because you want Kemp's not going to be anything but a backup, right? So you want your backup. I think these GMs want their backup to be relatively anonymous. I don't think they want a lot of attention on backup quarterbacks. Now, the, the, the rookie quarterbacks get a lot of attention, but they'll, as I keep saying, they'll all be starting by midseason, I think, Fields and Lance. Maybe not Lance, but at least Fields. And, you know, this is where we are. But to have attention on someone like Cam Newton when you're trying to have attention on everything else besides your backup quarterback, I think there is an issue with that. No question about it. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Andrew Brandt, who joins us. Um, okay, Andrew, let's let, let, let's get to the, the Packers as they, they come out to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, this is a team that dominated them in the NFC Championship game. This is a style of play. Plus, you have the weirdness of whether San Francisco was tampering or not. They, they definitely kicked the tires on the possibility of getting an Aaron Rodgers. How does it play out in the football field? Yeah, like I said, I, I'm so interested in this game. I mean, I watched, obviously, I watched the Packers, who kind of lackluster in the first half. And by the way, I don't think the Lions are terrible. I really don't. I don't think you put the Lions with the Jets and Jaguars. So a little bit of, of, of defense of the Lions. But the Packers took over in the second half. And then I watched the 49ers really struggle, I thought, with the Eagles before they made a couple plays. I think the Eagles kicked that one, you know, uh, choked on that, that game. They should have been ahead a lot of points. So I'm, I'm interested in the see. And... I brought up Trey Lance, Doug. You know, I just – Garoppolo has been okay, but he hasn't been great. And I just think it's a matter of time for all these guys. And I think Trey Lance will be inserted for plays here and there. And if things don't go well with Garoppolo, Uh I think it changes. You hear me? Yep. You You hear me? Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, Trey Lance will be one. I'm sorry. I think Trey Lance could be inserted – periodically and then take over if Garoppolo doesn't play well. No question. He could. I mean, I don't think there's, there's any question on that. I, I think the I, – I look, I, I think the, the big question is going to be how do they manage it? How does he play with this pressure on him, especially now as you crank up in terms of the, the, the type of teams that San Francisco is going to play? Let me ask about Lamar Jackson. Right. Um, they leaned into him running the football, right? They didn't get behind and start spreading out and throwing it. Uh, he's he missed practice day. Apparently, hurt himself doing a, a somersault into the end zone. Right, right. But what would your level of hesitancy be in signing him to a long term deal, considering the way the the amount of times he runs the football? Yeah, this is really the most interesting negotiation of the year to me. And you know, the three quarterbacks came in for extension time this year. Josh Allen got it. Baker Mayfield has not, and of course, Lamar Jackson have not. And Lamar is negotiating his own contract. That's a whole issue I wrote about in Sports Illustrated this week. But I just don't know how you pay him. He's the most unique player in the league. Um, There is concern about injury risk because of the way he plays. If I'm representing him, I don't think injury risk should be an issue because Dak Prescott had a gruesome injury and still got the best contract ever for a young quarterback. 
But clearly something's going on where this seems like these deals should have happened, both Cleveland and the Ravens, and they're not happening. And I just wish I knew why. I think there's a real story behind the fact that they haven't negotiated Lamar's contract. It seems to me a no-brainer, especially if Josh Allen got done six weeks ago. So I think your point is a good one. How do you pay this guy? And do you make it on the come if he stays healthy? In other words, you have injury protection in the contract. Whereas most quarterbacks, you don't worry about that. And if I'm representing Lamar, like, don't talk to me about that. I'm a quarterback. So this is fascinating. So, again, let me, let me go back. If you're working for a team, yeah. how, do you, how do you structure it? Yeah, I try, I try to put a lot into injury protection. What does that mean? That means per-game roster bonuses. In other words, you know, he'll make whatever the market value is, $20, $25, 30000000 million, but a lot of it's going to be assuming he is healthy uh, and provides that because there's such an injury risk with him playing. I don't think you can ever go into it and say he's a running back, you got to pay him like that, or you got to pay him differently than a quarterback. He's a quarterback. So what I would look for, though, is a little bit more, you know, if it goes south with him because he's injury-prone, because of the, the hits he takes, you can get out of the contract after two, three years. That's what all these teams try to do is limit the guarantee to one, two, or three years max. Andrew Brantz, our, our guest in the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. It's interesting. You know, so many of us said, hey, they can get out of that Derek Carr deal going back to last yeah. year when they moved to Vegas. And now you're like, why would they have gotten out of that Derek Carr deal? Amazing turnaround. Yeah, and I tweeted out that, that comedy made at the end of that Monday night scintillating game where he, he put all the praise on Zay Jones. I just thought that was a moment, you know, where Lisa Salters is interviewing him at this moment of pandemonium in front of millions of people, and he decides praise the receiver who's at every 6 a.m. workout. I loved it. You know, became a fan. He's got a good vibe going right now. They're a good team. Um, see if they can keep it up. They've got Miami without a quarterback. They should win. They should be 3-0. They, they, they should be. Um, what about getting out of Tua's deal if you're Miami, right? There's lots of talk of Deshaun Watson and potentially bringing him in. He's hurt. Tua's hurt again. Plus, there hasn't been a lot of wow. How hard are those new rookie contracts, especially one that high, to get out of after two, uh, two years? Well, on the bad side for a team, they're, they're fully guaranteed. So four years fully guaranteed. On the good side, it's not a ton of money for a quarterback. You know, it's an average of three, four million a year, where quarterbacks make twenty million a year. So they'd be stuck with that. But Tua would sign somewhere. These are offset guarantees, so he'd sign them somewhere for a couple million dollars, and they'd get the financial relief. You know, I think we're quick to judge, Doug. I'm not going to give up on Tua yet. Nor are the nor are the Dolphins. It's too early. It's still too early. And I've said this before to you about Deshaun Watson. How is Stephen Ross? or Jeffrey Lurie, or anyone going to acquire this guy right now, or even, I don't know, maybe even February. Like, and, and face a fan base, you're trying to appeal to women, and say, hey, we got him. We got him for a good deal because he's got these issues. Well, the point is, he's got these issues. Okay, so, so what, what opens it up for him to play again? Like, if, if there's no criminal charges, is there a way in which he plays again? I think that the league has to be transparent here. Like, I don't even know why he's not playing now. I mean, we can all assess that 
the Texans are saying, hey, just chill because you did some bad things and we'll pay you. Just just be quiet. But I, I don't know why the league hasn't disciplined because they've disciplined before without criminal charges, a.k.a. Roethlisberger, Elliott, etc. Um, I would hope for the for the team's sake, there's some these these suits are resolved in some way by February March, because I think he will be traded. But until they are, it's tough to trade for that guy. It's very difficult to trade for that guy. Very yeah. very difficult to trade for that guy. But I do think that somebody's going to trade for him. The question is, when, not if, and then how much, and then how does the league adjust to it? If the league hasn't suspended him and he's not, then does do they suspend him? You know, starting next year, I, I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't, yeah. doesn't play it all this year. It's a real hard. I one. mean, I I think that the Texans are being just like the Sixers with Ben Simmons, right? Yes, we have issues with this player, but we're asking for the world. We are asking for the world in a trade. We don't care that you say there are all these extenuating circumstances, and until they're 100 percent convinced, no one's going to pay that. They'll lower their price, but. From the Texans, and I'll put in the Sixers' viewpoint, it's like, why not? We're going to keep asking for stars and multiple draft picks if anyone's going to do this. No, they can keep asking, and I think eventually they'll get what they want. The question is when, and then how does the league adjust, and how does the new team, do they have a plan for it? Exactly. Even if there's there's no... Uh, criminal charges. He's Andrew Brandt. Of course, he's a professor of this sort of thing. He's got the weekly newsletter. Follow him on social media as well. You'll love the stuff you hear and read and see. Uh, Andrew, thanks so much for joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Thanks, Doug. Just got tweeted about the newsletter. Andrew-Brandt.com. So anyone wants to follow me, Andrew-Brandt.com. Sign up there. You're the best. Thanks for jo- joining us, Andrew. Thanks, Doug. Um, okay, Colin Cowherd has his thoughts on Lamar Jackson getting a mega deal. Want to hear him? Want to hear my opinion, too? You'll get both next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We got a lot to get to here in the show. Whew, saw this story I want to get to in a second. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings. If signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train stop, trains can't paid for by NHTSA. Have you guys seen this article about USC and the athletic? It's always interesting to me that like it's basically what went wrong with Clay Helton. Too nice a guy, not a dude. Lost a bunch of recruits, etc. But what's fascinating about it is there's a little blurb, a little blurb that says, you know, about recruiting and that they had Bryce Young, who went to Modern Day. Modern Day is a huge high school in Orange County. It's been an absolute pipeline to USC for quarterbacks, but also uh, just for for football players. Um, I mean. You go back, and I would say how many, how many USC quarterbacks went to modern day? Whew. I mean, I, Leinert went there. That's an easy one. That's a, a very easy one. Matt Barkley went there. Todd Marinovich, he went there, but then he left. JT Daniels, who went there, then he left. He's at uh, he's at at George now. Max Whitick, of course, went there. Anyway, Bryce Young committed to USC and then decommitted. <laughs> um, decommitted during his senior season 
He committed early, did come in during his senior season, and ended up committing to Alabama, and now he's their starting quarterback after sitting for a year. But the reason he decommitted was all of the tumultuous discussion about Clay Helton's job. Right, here's what USC people, whether they know they're doing it or don't know they do. If they know they do it, it's kind of diabolical. But they don't know they do it, which I think is more reasonable, is they get mad at a coach. Every coach they have, they think about wanting to fire him. Kids hear that. They're like, yo, I want to go somewhere where I know the coach is going to be. Then they leave. If you have Bryce Young on this team, it's not just that you add Bryce Young into USC's team and all of a sudden now you're a different team. It's also cool to go to USC because Bryce Young's there and, you want, and the whole lineup is different. Whole lineup is different. And what caused that? Their fans caused that. Their fans caused all the questions about, about who the quarter, coach would be for Bryce Young when, you know, Clay would have coached him last year, even if he would have redshirted, and he would have coached him this year, and I guarantee Clay wouldn't be fired right now if Bryce Young's a quarterback. And yeah, by the way, Bryce Young could have gone, hey, if I, you want me to play, coach has got to stay. Part of that is Clay Helton, but a good portion of that is USC fans. Let's get to uh, what the Fox And said. now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Uh, this is earlier today, Colin Cowherd said this about Lamar Jackson getting a mega deal. NFL execs are still doubting Lamar Jackson is worth mega deal. Well, first of all, mega deal. Like a Mahomes is a mega deal. I got to be honest with you. There's not a lot of people on the face of the earth that are worthy of a mega deal. He's going to get paid. Baker Mayfield's going to get paid. Mega deal? Yeah, I'd prefer not to pay anybody but like Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Mega deals. To me, when you get into this contract situation with young quarterbacks, there's three levels of it. Number one is pay the dude. The score's irrelevant. He's just it. Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, when they're young, just just pay the guy. Literally change the franchise fortunes. In the Super Bowl conversation, the minute they arrive, that's Mahomes. The second one is, oh, it's just not working. Trubisky, Dwayne Haskins. There are usually unfixable issues or three. And then the, the, the other one, and I think Lamar is on the high end of this, close to the pay the dude, is... There may be an unfixable issue. I mean, Baker Mayfield's small. He's not a, he's not a big athletic guy. Uh, Lamar's never going to be a beautiful passer. But they can win. You know, they call it a confetti guy. It'd be confetti guy. Lamar Jackson, I don't know if I feel Baker's there yet. I do think Lamar could be a confetti guy. Lamar wins a lot of games. So he's going to get paid. Mega deal? Eh, I mean, how many guys in the league at their position make mega deals? And then Not many, and not many should. Um, look, I think the hard part for Lamar is he, he does have, you have to build the whole thing around him. So he's going to have a lot more value. He's shown himself to be the regular season MVP. Um, he, he's a super talented guy and you're going to have to pay him. Is there a reasonable way to pay him and be concerned about being hurt and, you know, should we be able to have reasonable conversations? Hey, man, one of the reasons you're able to be so good is you're on a rookie deal and we can surround you with all these players. That rookie deal goes away and so do some of the players. Sure. The reality is that's not how it works in the NFL. Guys aren't represented by family members if they don't want to get every last dime. Because otherwise, you hire an agent and you let the agent handle it. Right? Like, he wouldn't be represented by his mom or self-representing if it wasn't about saving a couple of bucks, saving whatever 5% is or 4% is the, the cap at the league. Right, $200 million, 4%. 
$8 million. You do the math. You want to keep that yourself. I get it. I understand. But that what you're saying there is it's about the money. You're not saying it's about getting the absolute best. And that's what the Fox said. Um, Dan Patrick. What does the Fox say? Dan Patrick had this to say about James Franklin potentially getting the ESC job. We reported first that uh, James Franklin was, uh, there was mutual interest with uh, the Penn State head coach in USC. Beating Auburn, my source this morning said, that just keeps him at the top of the list. And he's making $7.5 million. And my source said, either way, James Franklin's probably going to end up as the highest paid coach in college football. And also, my source said, hey, these coaches who are mentioned, every, all of these coaches want to be mentioned for the USC job because privately they talk to their agent and they know what that means. That means you're going to get a new contract. Then publicly, you have to go to a press conference. You have to act like, what? No, I'm happy here. I don't want to go anywhere. He can say there's absolutely no way I would leave Penn State. But these coaches don't do that. And even if they do, Nick Saban said, hey, I'm not going to Alabama. And then going, and then he goes to Alabama. Either way, he's going to be the highest paid coach in college football next year. Because he's going to use this contract as leverage. All of these coaches want the leverage. Of course they want the leverage. I think James Franklin loves his name being out there. Any, anybody who says otherwise hasn't talked to somebody who knows James Franklin. But they, they do. But at some point, enough is enough. At some point, go into your athletic director and go like, look, man, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to move. I like it here. I, I don't even need, I don't even know, understand why guys need, I understand why they need, feel like they need $7 million. They don't need $7 million because they need $7 million. They need this gigantic buyout. So when they have a bad year, like last year, somebody's not going like, well, it only cost us a couple million dollars to get rid of them. Let's get rid of them. But I think the protection is in number of years. Just extend me. Keep me flat. I don't need any more money. I'll take less money. It's fine. It's fine. You mean to tell me that in State College, Pennsylvania, you a, a $2 million won't go super far? Of course it would. Be rich beyond your wildest dreams. You have it guaranteed. And do the end of, end of career or whatever annuity. But instead, they want leverage because they want a big contract. They want a big contract because they can't say no to more. That, that's, that's what the Fox says. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we got uh, Thursday night football tonight, so that means next hour, all you guys got to uh, got to got to make your picks. Right, you got to make your picks. Weird night though for a game. Weird, kind of weird game, isn't it? Really, really, really weird game. Weird game to have on national TV. Um, if you were going to do, I buyer, I saw you had your MVP pyramid. What if you did your team pyramid? One through five, go. <laughs> the jeez, I'm putting me on the spot. Uh, the, the, I think the Raiders have two of the most impressive wins, so I would probably have to say uh, the Raiders. Um, let me just uh, take a. Let me just take a. You got a Tampa. Gander. You got Raiders. You got Tampa. Some people put Baltimore, even though they lost to the Raiders because they beat the Chiefs. You got the Chiefs, who everybody thinks are good, even though they're only one and one. Um, you could do yeah. the Denver's two and O. You could do the the two and O teams if you'd like. Yeah. Well, no, they would be part of the consideration for sure. I, I put Tampa and the Rams in the top five. Um, the the Forty Niners and Cardinals, while unbeaten, I, I guess I'd put the Cardinals there because of how dominant they were over Tennessee in Week One, and I'd put the Panthers in the in the top five as well. 
Uh, would you put the Rams ahead of the Niners? Yes. I would too. Well, I don't know. Yes, the Rams I would. Um, I don't know where I'd put the Cardinals just because, yes, they were great against Tennessee, but then they, they really were fortunate to walk away with, with from Minnesota with a win. I really like Denver, but I wins against the Giants and Jaguars. Yeah, just, do nothing for me. Yeah. Everybody wins those games. Correct, correct. And I think you could make an argument for the Chiefs. They, I mean, I don't want to say they probably should have won Sunday, but I, I think we all think the Chiefs are a top-five team. But if I had to make rankings, they would not make the top-five right now. Huh. The Chiefs would not. Well, just because they have a loss, you know, based upon accomplishment, got to put two and zero. Yeah, two and zero. We don't teams. have to. You can if you whoever you think is the best, you you can. They have a loss, so they would not make the top five. Okay, Bill Belichick's treatment of Tom Brady is called into question. We'll discuss it next in the Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.